The funny thing is, longtime listeners of the Nonfiction Brand Podcast will know that I make a big deal about the fact that I don't really prepare for these podcast interviews. You know, I don't send questions out ahead of time. And there's a, a method to my madness, and that is I want us to have a real conversation. But it just so happens that Mr. Jay Bear decided to give me the entire agenda in the form of a brand new newsletter that he dropped, what, 11 days ago? The Bear Facts comes the bear out. Facts. I get it another one comes out uh, as we're recording this. Another one comes out in just 48 hours. Oh, that, that's issue number two in 48 Correct. hours? Correct, yes. See, that's the whole thing. I don't have to do the work because Jay Bear does the work for me. I'm a giver. You are a giver and what a giver. And one of the things I want to say about your newsletter before we go too far is it's a not just a marketing thought leadership newsletter. It's a glimpse into the mind of Jay Bear in a lot of different ways, including some of your hobbies in the liquid form and uh, <laughs> a couple of other things as well. And we'll talk about that. Right. But I wanted to ask you a very, very simple question, which is the Jay Bear I know who's written multiple best-selling books, who's always getting out there and doing presentations around the U.S., even virtually during the years of COVID, you don't have a lot of extra time to get out there and put out a newsletter. But so, so what are you thinking? Well, it's funny you, it's funny you asked that, DP. We'll make some news here on the podcast. I actually sold my consulting firm, Convince and Convert, a few weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. So I am still involved as the founder of the firm, working with our clients on an advisory and strategic capacity, but I'm not running the business anymore. Our president is now Kelly Santino, who was our COO for many, many years. She's a genius. She and I have worked together for almost 20 years and the whole team's intact. So nothing really changed other than I'm doing less and other people are doing a little bit more sold the firm to a company called Lane Terlever, which is a full service marketing organization, old friends of mine from Phoenix. And so as a result, two things happen. One, I no longer have access to the convince and convert email list, subscriber list, which is a hundred thousand people. I have to sort of start over. And I do have some more time now because instead of working 150% of what most people work, now I'm working 50% of what most people work. It's, it's almost like back to the future for me and reminds me a little bit of when I started this firm with just myself in a bedroom in, in, uh, in 2008. And here we go again. That's pretty inspiring because you're not one to sit still. That's for darn sure. And I, I got to say congratulations because Thank you. as I've watched your personal brand blow up over the years, I'm going to guess that maybe you're embracing the Jay Bareness of that personal brand in a big way. I'm not suggesting that you won't start a new company down the road or something like that. Yeah, that's the angle. You, you nailed it. I don't have any plans to start a company. As my wife said, don't sell a frying pan to buy yourself a fire, which I think is good advice. And, and this is the second marketing services firm that I have sold in my career. And I don't necessarily plan to do it again, but it is fun to stay busy. And, and, and I, I will tell you, one of the reasons that I became known to the degree that I am known is that when I started this business, and so I would say from about 2008 to 2012, I was highly transparent and approachable. Nobody's really transparent. I was translucent. And that was apparently attractive at some level to some people. 
but then as the company got bigger and I got busier and the clients got bigger and you sort of climb different rungs of the ladder, whatever ladder is, is in your life, it became harder for me to do that. And I feel like I sort of lost touch with my audience a little bit in terms of who I actually am and what I actually do. And so I'm going to try and get back to that. That makes total sense to me because in the brief time that I've known you, you're a very personable individual. You don't come off like a huckster. I mean, you certainly have a salesman. You certainly are but, a huckster. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> you don't come off that way. Well, if people go back to the first two podcasts that we did together on the Nonfiction Brand Podcast episodes, what were they? Episodes 99 and 100, which we recorded about a year ago. Yeah, that's about right. You'll hear Jay talk about his family background coming from you know, kind of old school entrepreneurial DNA, if you will. Yeah. So I, I don't expect that you'll ever lose that entrepreneurialness, but you've got a real streak of personality and personability that I think has served you brilliantly from what I've seen. And I'm guessing you're going to tap into more and more as you move forward in these new ventures, these new areas that you're going into. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. I don't really have a plan for the first time in my whole life, which is scary actually and weird, but it's okay. But it is weird for sure. So it's nice to not have a plan because I'm just going to like do what I think is fun. And I assume some people will also think it's fun and it'll be fine. Right. It's, it's sort of liberating to be like, okay, I don't have to put a ton of thought into how exactly am I going to say this because I got to get a certain number of clicks that's got to yield a certain amount of clients because that's going to yield a certain amount of money or whatever. I'm not really worried about that. So I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to let it fly and, and uh, see what happens. So what you're saying is you're going to embrace the who you are, the who you know yourself to be, and you're going to be it. Yeah, which is, which is how everybody should operate and certainly how I would tell a client to operate. But it's hard to, it's hard to continue to execute on that forever. And the reason is I don't have the courage historically to always be who I actually am because you know that's going to turn some people off. And when you're trying to really aggregate an audience based on audience or breadth of audience, sometimes you kind of pull in your elbows a little bit and and I don't have to do that. Well, exactly. And so I think you've now got a lot more running room. Yeah, you're going to see a lot more tequila content. That's for sure. And yeah, uh, well, and let's and, talk and, about that. And hats recommendations. And I, you know, I'm just going to, Look, I, I'm one of those people who always has a recommendation for stuff, whether it's a restaurant or hats or tequila or, or any number of other topics. And I'm just going to tell people what I think. Let's talk about the tequila for a second. You are an aficionado. I am. A fine agave-based spirit. And you're actually in your newsletter going to be doing regular recommendations of not only base tequilas, but perhaps cocktails made with tequilas. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually a tequila sommelier. I have a certification in the whole thing. Grew up in Arizona, so I was, you know, around agave spirits from, uh, you know, a relatively young age, from a from a large part of my life. And I just think it's an understudied spirit, right? Uh, there's a lot of nuance to tequila once you kind of get past the, oh, I had this one night in college kind of mindset, or, you know, I love Cuervo or, or whatever your circumstances are. So there's a lot to it. So I'm going to make some recommendations there, but not always uh, a little preview of episode two or issue two of the bear facts. Uh, I recommend a fantastic pineapple rum in the next issue uh, mm-hmm. only because uh, I went to a rum tasting the other night and discovered this rum. And I felt like I had to share it with my audience. 
See, that's another reason to sign up for this uh, newsletter, which comes out twice a month. And again, I'm staring at the first issue that I printed out, but the second one's coming out in 48 hours. So if you're listening, nonfiction branders, get on the Jay Bear Facts train right away by asking to join his newsletter, which um, I think there's a, a URL mentioned. Yep. Thebearfacts.com. Thebearfacts.com. If you head over there, you can uh, definitely sign up for the newsletter. Very. Or I can quickly. show you the QR code that takes you right to that page, which is great for audio listeners. They love yeah. that. They All love right, the, so get your phones out. We're going to... I'm going to okay. actually count the number of pixels and then go black, white, black, white, black, 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 yeah, white, white, like white, white, by number. Yeah. I think it's probably <laughs> easier to go to the and all you ask for is an email address, right? That's it. That's it. That's all I need. The, the first section in each of the newsletters is called, so this happened. And one of the things that has been told to me many, many times by many, many people is that I live a very, colorful existence. And that's not intentional, right? It's not like I'm trying to find stories. I'm not seeking material, but material seems to find me. And my wife and I have now been married for nearly 30 years. And she always says like her life was very boring until, <laughs> until we met. And it has not been boring since then. I'll give you an example. This is not going to be in the newsletter because I don't have a, a lesson just yet. You know, each, each part of that newsletter is something that actually happened to me, right? So this happened. It's not something I read about. It's something that actually happened to me in the last two weeks. And then I paint a marketing or customer experience lesson from it. So this actually happened, but I don't have a lesson yet. So it won't be in the newsletter. So my daughter went to a vacation in Mexico. My daughter, three days before we're ready to leave, discovered she has lost her passport, which was quite surprising because she was just in Paris like three days prior finishing school. I'm like, you literally were just holding your passport. How did this happen? Well, turns out, she got home from school in Paris and realized like, where am I going to put these clothes that I had there? Went on this whole like mania of a closet clean out and put clothes in a pile to donate to Goodwill. Unfortunately, put that pile on top of her passport. Ouch. And then when she put them in a bag, she basically donated her passport. Ugh. So now we're supposed to leave. And of course, because of COVID, all the passport offices are closed. So this is a very long sorted tale. But essentially, I had to ask a friend of a friend of a friend who used to be the chief of staff for our United States Senator to pull some strings, call the state department, get her an emergency appointment in Chicago. She had to fly to Chicago, get a passport, fly back to Mexico by herself, ended up missing one day of vacation, but it was quite a kerfuffle. And I was talking to my aunt the other night and she said, well, it's been going on in the family. That was the fifth story I came up. That was <laughs> only the, that was only the fifth most interesting that happened to me. This episode of the Nonfiction Brand Podcast is brought to you by my new book, Nonfiction Brand. Discover, craft, and communicate the completely true, completely you brand you already are, now available on Amazon.com. Jay Bear, best-selling author of Talk Triggers, said, The book is outstanding. Highly recommended. A spectacularly useful guide to personal branding that pulls off the difficult trick of being both realistic and inspirational. A must-read, regardless of where you are in your own brand-building journey. To get your copy, head on over to Amazon.com and search Nonfiction Brand. And let's get you all the credit you deserve for the completely true, completely you brand you already are. Just to give you an idea of the world or the universe that Jay runs around in, he's got his own cryptocurrency. I do. Jaycoin. Yeah. What? What? Jaycoin? Tell Jay us about Coin. that. 
Jcoin is part of the Rally.io Creator Coin Network. Rally is cryptocurrency that is a bridge off of the Ethereum uh, cryptocurrency. All of that means that it's you can exchange it for real money, right? So it is a cryptocurrency, but you can turn it into dollars if you if you choose to do so. What's great about Rally is that it's built for creators like myself to work with their audience. So several people that you probably know or, or know of uh, listeners have their own coin and Handley uh, has their own coin and Brian Fanzo and Jeremiah Ao Yang and um, a number of other kind of marketing professionals have their own coin. And so I can give you coin because you asked me a great question. I can sell you coin, you can buy coin. Sometimes I wouldn't do this for you, DP, but sometimes when people I don't know say, can you be a guest on my podcast? I'm like, sure, go buy 10J coin and, and now I'll be on your show. What's great about it is all the holders of J coin get bonuses every week from the rally network. So the value of the coin goes up and down like any cryptocurrency, but you automatically get weekly cash bonuses as a holder of the coin because Rally wants you to hold the coin as it continues to escalate as opposed to cashing it in for dollars, et cetera. So it's actually really fun. There's a lot you can do with it. In fact, if people subscribe to the newsletter, there's a link at the bottom. I will actually give you a J coin. So I'll just give you two J coin, which is worth, depends on the day, four bucks, something like that, just for being a subscriber to the newsletter and then you can have fun with it. But I, one of the things I do in exchange for J coin DP is live tequila reviews. I can't remember what I priced it at, but if you pay me enough JCoin, and it's not crazy, we'll actually get on a Zoom call, we'll talk about your preferences, and then I'll make a recommendation, and then we'll get back online and, and we'll do a tequila tasting together. Oh, man. <laughs> this is crazy, but I'm, of course, I have to bring us back to the kind of central pillar of this podcast, which is all about personal branding. Do you see what Jay's doing? His personal brand has gotten him to the point where he can participate in the brave new world of cryptocurrency in a way that people who have been drawn to him over the years can now participate with him in via this cryptocurrency and at a whole new level. But nobody would be coming to Jay Bear if they didn't know who Jay Bear was, what he does, and how he does it. The essence of what I call nonfiction branding, especially in the personal branding space. You've built a reputation through your presentations, through your uh, relationships with clients over the years that you are now leveraging, even though you do not have an organization behind you. And I'm not going to say you don't have an assistant or a virtual assistant or something like that, but there was a time when you had a personal assistant working 24-7 for you and an entire staff of experts and I'm sure graphic designers and yeah, you know, sure. writers, all that stuff. Yep. And now those guys are gone. If I understand what you said when you uh, sold yeah. the firm, right. but your brand goes on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I went from, I mean, I'll just put numbers on it. I went from 20 FTEs to half an FTE. That's full-time employee for anybody who's not hip to the HR lingo. That's a pretty big resources gap. So, yeah. you know, I got to pick my spots a little bit, a, a little bit now and, and be a little wiser about what I spend time on and, and how to essentially rebuild audience. Because it's, as I said earlier, it's not so much about resources. 
because I can go get resources if I need them, but I'm almost starting from scratch again, but with the huge trampoline advantage of that people actually know my name at some level or some people yeah. do. Yeah. So that helps, but, but it's, I, I'm doing the same exact things that I did when I started this business in 2008 and literally nobody knew my name. In fact, because I went by Jason, then literally nobody knew my name. Wow. Yeah. We should talk about that story sometime. I changed my name on purpose three years into this business for, for sort of marketing. Well, let's save that for next week's episode, because I'm sure that's going to be a bit of a story and I want to give it enough room. We aren't quite at the end of this episode, but uh, I think we're probably going to need a little bit more time for that. And one of the things I did want to talk to you about is in your newsletter, you include what appears to be a photo of you ironing a shirt with the button side down as a life hack. Talk us through not only what it is, but why you included it in this newsletter. Number one, I'm not young anymore. I've lived a long time. And I've seen many things and I've learned lots of things. I've also spent a lot of time on the road. And when you're on the road, you tend to pick up on life hacky kind of things just because you have to, right? I have 1,645 nights spent in Marriott hotels. Wow. That's only Marriott hotels, right? So, so then you add, add some other ones. So that's like five years and change or whatever. So you learn some things. So one of the sections of the Bear Facts newsletter is a life hack. Just kind of things I'm like, oh, I bet you not everybody knows this. So that one is when you're ironing a shirt, you turn it inside out and you iron the backside of the buttons because it's like sometimes you get wrinkles in between the buttons and you're trying to put the tip of the iron in between the buttons. That doesn't really work so well. So you do it opposite, then you iron the back of what they call the placket in the shirt uh, trade. I think it's the placket. Then that really works great. The life hack for the next issue is you ever go to a hotel DP and they've got the blackout drapes, but then you can't get them to close quite right. And at six in the morning, there's like a, like a Raiders of the Lost Ark, like shaft of, of sunlight. going. It always there, right? hits your face. face. Always hits your face. So what you do, the life hack on that is you get a pants hanger out of the closet and you use the clips on the pants hanger to clip the drapes closed. Man, works every time. Okay, that's worth the price of admission right there for anybody who travels because, you know, those simple things are right in front of your face, but you never see them. So it's really helpful when someone like Jay brings them to your attention. I'm, I'm like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> well, I can't say that I thought of all these, but, but I certainly have been introduced to them and some I've discovered myself. Well, and it goes back to you being a sharer, which is this is good information. I'm going to share it. And that's so very cool. Before I end this episode, I want to let people know how they can contact you or get in your orbit or, you know, engage with you. We've already talked about the newsletter, which you can sign up for free at thebearfacts.com. And I definitely encourage you to do that. But are, are you active in the other places? I also know you've, you've got a couple of podcasts out there as well. Are you continuing those in what yeah. I would call... J2.0? Great question. Yeah. So I'm active in all the social media places, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also, uh, my podcast, Social Pros, uh, continues. We're now almost at episode 500 weekly shows since uh, January 2012. Socialprospodcast.com. Each week, my co-host and I interview somebody who runs social media for a major brand. 
most recent guest was Andy Jasinek, who runs a social for Amtrak, which is a really interesting conversation about, you know, pre-COVID, during COVID, post-COVID, and, and kind of how that impacts what they do in social at Amtrak. So it's a, it's a fun show. We really enjoy it. Well, definitely check that out. I also want to make sure that we plug your current book. Is Talk Triggers still the latest it opus is. from Jay Bear? Yep. Talk Triggers written by my friend Daniel Lemon and myself all about power of word of mouth to build your business. It doesn't matter what business you're in. The best way to grow that business is for your customers to grow it for you. But you need to do that strategically and purposefully. And, and Talk Triggers gives you the recipe for that. Yeah. And I, I'll speak for my experience having engaged with a book. I love books that take what I would call case stories more than case studies. You know, you tell the story of places and that resonates with me in a huge way, way more than the case studies type of storytelling, you know? So if you like that, definitely check out Talk Triggers by Jay Bear and Daniel Lemon. And you can find that on Amazon for sure. Is it available in brick and mortar stores as well? All the places uh, should be available. Wonderful. Well, I'm so excited and pleased to have Jay Bear back on the Nonfiction Brand Podcast because I'm just coming to the end of my third year of every single Monday podcast. And actually, I'm going to be closing out year three with two podcasts with Jay. So this one and next week's. So please join us again and find out the very important reason that Jay went from Jason to Jay and all that <laughs> entailed. If that's not a good tease, I don't know what it is. And I'm so excited for our listeners to also join me on my trek toward year four of the Nonfiction Ooh. Brand Podcast. That's crazy. I'm DP Knuton, again, your host for the Nonfiction Brand Podcast. And he is Jay Bear. Thanks for being here. And that's Bear spelled B-A-E-R. We'll be talking to you again next week. Bye-bye.